السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد الخلق نبينا وحبيبنا محمد عليه وعلى آله أفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار My dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with the ICD community. Uh, I visited you guys at Ramadan last year and, and in other opportunities, and it is an utmost pleasure to once again visit you, and this time to visit you all in your homes and on your phones. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you. I hope and pray that you are having a beautiful and blessed Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your fasting. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your qiyam, your taraweeh. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of the righteous deeds that uh, you have been doing. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, that he allows us to see many more Ramadans and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite us together uh, in ICD soon, inshallah ta'ala. What a beautiful uh, community and a beautiful center you are. We'll begin the dust inshallah ta'ala. We begin as we always do by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thanking him. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala infinitely and abundantly. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for each and every single blessing that he has given us. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the greatest blessing of all, the blessing of Islam. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the greatest source of guidance, the message of the Qur'an. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the greatest example to humanity and that is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us wealth when so many are in poverty. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us health when so many are in sickness. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us safety and peace and tranquility when so many are living in turmoil and trying times and are in danger. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us our families when so many have been abandoned. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for gifting us with our friends when so many are alone. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our community when so many are taking this Ramadan uh, without having that source of support. And so we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of these blessings. And we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to be from the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just as he gathered us on this Zoom call and on this Facebook live, that he gathers us together with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the highest of Jannah. Subhanallah, what a blessing it is to be able to count our blessings. What a blessing it is to be able to recognize our blessings. And so, subhanallah, as we live through these days of Ramadan, uh, and, and the topic of discussion of today is surrounding this idea of generosity. You know, if there's one thing that I'm sure you felt uh, in that little introduction that we just did is, is honestly feeling blessed. You know, feeling those blessings upon blessings that we are in. And it's as if we are drowning in blessings. We are, we are immersed in blessings. We are enveloped in the blessings 
of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here we are today, Allahu Akbar, in the season of generosity. And the first step to being in the season of generosity is recognizing how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been to you and I. Before I talk about you and I being generous, let's spend some time talking about how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been to us. What are some of, what are some of the blessings of generosity that we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has shown to us? What are some of the indicators of blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my life and yours? The first one that might come to mind is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was generous enough to gift us life, right? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he describes that he gifted us life, ahyakum, that he gave us this life, right? So what, imagine, uh, imagine not having been blessed through the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with life. Sometimes, my dear brothers and sisters, we might feel that these things that we have, these blessings that we have, that we are deserving of them, or that we've earned them, or that they are obvious, or that we are entitled to them. Well, imagine all of the people that are not alive today. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to give you and I life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose to have us alive today and chose to allow us to come into existence when so many others could have come into existence and did not come into existence. Allah chose for you and I to be alive today and to come into existence today. What a beautiful blessing that is. Not only did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala choose for us to be alive today and gave us life, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the world. Allahu Akbar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Qur'an that he created all of this world jami'an for us. That means that the heaven above you, my dear sister and brother, Allah created it for you. The earth beneath you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created it for you. The animals that walk upon this earth, the water that flows on this earth, the stars that twinkle in the sky, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, that he created them Jalla Jalalu for you and I. You know, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the stars, subhanAllah, how beautiful they are. He says one of the reasons why they were created, zina, right? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them as an adornment for you and I. So not only did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gift you and I with life, right? The entire fact that you're, you and I are existing right now, right? And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not just give us life, right? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also placed us on this world. Allahu Akbar. We're talking about the generosity of Allah. How generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been. That from all of the cells that could have lived, Allah chose you to be the cell that lived and came to life. And that not only did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you life, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed you and I upon this earth. And He created everything on this earth for you and I. The heavens above us that stand without any pillar. The earth beneath us that carries us and allows us to walk upon it and takes our step, take our steps upon it. That all of the vegetation, the grass, uh, the, the rice, the flower, the barley, the, 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 the quinoa for, the, for, for you, uh, Nipster Muslims, mashallah, 
all of the things that come from this earth, mashallah, the vegetation, the carrots, the where, where it, it's Ramadan daytime, right? The, the, the fruits, all of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's the one who brought this to the world. And guess what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He brought that into this world for you and I. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this world for you and I. You know, imagine a world without beef and chicken and vegetables and tofu for those of you who like it. I don't know how. Uh, imagine a world without all of that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the world for you. He fashioned it for you and I. Allah made the grass green and the sky blue and the sun bright and the moon, uh, uh, you know, just uh, illuminating the sky in the night. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the stars and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed the flowers that are beautiful and give us peace to just look at, subhanAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that for you and I. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Not only that, my dear brothers and sisters, the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us health. Allahu Akbar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you eyes with which you can see with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you ears with which you can hear with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you and I a mouth in which we can speak with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us hands and feet, a beating heart that is still beating at this moment, alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us the health that we have today. Allahu Akbar, alhamdulillah. That my health is from Allah. That your health is from Allah. That the health of our loved ones is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That every moment of health that we live with, that that health is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do we ever think about that? The blessing of health. The health that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted to you and I. What a beautiful, beautiful gift it is to be able to see. What a beautiful gift it is to be able to hear, to be able to speak and express and verbalize, to be able to walk and to run, some of us faster than others. What a beautiful gift it is to have the blessing of health, alhamdulillah. What about the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we're talking about the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We said that Allah gave, gifted us life and brought us into existence. Allah gifted us the world and everything in it. Allah gifted us health. What about wealth? Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us all of the wealth that we have. Right? Think about how much uh, wealth that we've been given. Right? The wealth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to own the clothes that we have on our back to own the phones that allow us to look at each other, to communicate with each other in FaceTime and Zoom calls and whatnot. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed us within our homes, uh, uh, you know, with a roof over our head. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us uh, with the food and the sustenance that we have. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us with the furniture, the beds that we sleep on. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. The, 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 subhanallah, the countless amount of wealth that Allah has given us. You know, the Prophet وسلم, in an authentic hadith, he talks about the fact that he gifted us that, 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 that uh, if, you, if you have enough food for the day, and if you have a roof over your head, uh, and, and, and the Prophet وسلم, continues, and he says that know that you're living like a king, subhanallah. You know, not worrying about your health, not worrying about your wealth, not worrying about your food for that day, 
that if you have these things that you're living like the kings and you have so much to be thankful for, so the gift of wealth, right? How generous Allah has been. But when we talk about the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we talked about the fact that Allah gifted us life and the world and health and wealth. My dear brothers and sisters, what about the fact that Allah was generous enough to not only create us, to not only sustain us, to not only fashion us, to not only protect us, but, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was generous enough to gift you and I with Islam. Allahu Akbar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was generous enough to gift you and I with this way of life that we call Islam. That Allah gifted us with a way of life this sharia, shir'atan wa minhaja. Sharia is a way of life. It is a source of life. That it's not just that it is a path for us to take, but it's a path that we need to take to stay alive. Right? When was the last time that we viewed Islam as a blessing in our life, as a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as an indicator of the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us out of his generosity with Islam that you and I know what to eat and what not to eat. That you and I know how to get married and how not to get married. That you and I know how to end a marriage and how to do so appropriately. That you and I know how to treat the environment in a way that is preserving to the environment. That you and I knew 1400 years ago what is the appropriate definition of minimalism? That you and I learned from Islam 1400 years ago not to be wasteful. That you and I knew before it was the hot fad uh, to be a social justice warrior in an appropriate manner that's actually productive. That you and I know from 1400 years ago what it means to defend uh, animal rights in an appropriate way. That you and I know from 1400 years ago from the Sharia of Islam that's ever living that we learned from Islam how to be with our mothers. We learned how to love our fathers. We learned how to raise our children. We learned how to be with our loved ones. We learned how to treat our spouses. We learned how to be with strangers. We learned how to treat refugees and asylum seekers. We learned how to combat uh, hate and bigotry. We learned how to stand against oppression and injustice. We learned this and so much more through Islam. What a gift. What a generous gift from Allah. That we learned all of those things. How to feed the poor. How to provide for them. How to love them. How to care for them. How to stand in the night. All of that we learned through the generosity of Allah when he gifted us with Islam. This is the, this is the generosity of Allah. And not only did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gift us with Islam, but Allah from his infinite mercy and from his endless generosity, he, my dear brothers and sisters, he gifted you and I with the Quran, Allah. You know, think about that for a moment. Let me think about that for a moment. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted you and I with the honor, with the privilege, of being able to have his words, subhanahu wa ta'ala, flow on my tongue and yours. Allahu Akbar. That you might be sitting there like me with countless sins, so many mistakes, so many shortcomings, 
so many things that we did incorrectly in my life and yours. And yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, till today, He allows us to quote Him. He allows us the honor to speak His everlasting words. And make no mistake, my dear sisters and brothers, the words of Allah are ever living. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using you and I as a means for the world to hear His words. His words. You know, when I say, Qadik said yesterday, Qadik said two years ago, but when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Allah said, is saying, and will say, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond time. So because He subhanahu wa ta'ala is beyond time, His words subhanahu wa ta'ala, Jalla Jalalu, they too are beyond time. So because of that, Allah's words are ever living. And think about the honor it is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to say His words with our tongues. And so we look in the Quran and we can hear the words of Allah from our own voices. Not even a third party voice. My voice and your voice are given the honor to speak the words of Allah about what happened to Musa salam and the difficulties of Nuh salam and Yunus salam in the belly of the whale. And Yusuf salam in the bottom of a well. And, 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 uh, and Yaqub salam crying over the distance from his son. Right? And you find Ibrahim salam being catapulted into the fire. And you find Muhammad wasallam facing accusations and trials and tribulations and attacks. And you find all of these stories through the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala flowing on my tongue and yours. And all of the ahkam, the obligation of salah flowing on my tongue and yours. The importance of generosity and love from Allah flowing on my tongue and yours. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wasn't just generous to us by giving us life or giving us the world or giving us health or giving us wealth. Allah gave us Islam. And that makes life and the world and the health and the wealth that we have, it makes it all worth it. Brothers and sisters, not only does it make it all worth it, it gives it purpose. And so how then did Allah allow us to discover Islam through being generous, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and gifting us with the Qur'an? But then we're human. So it wasn't simply enough from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He just gave us the Qur'an. But Allah gave us an example. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us an example that will forever stay with humanity of how to live the Quran. And that is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was generous enough to gift you and I, my dear brothers and sisters, the gift of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My teacher and your teacher my role model and your role model, my beloved and your beloved, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed you and I to learn from him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to learn through his example. You know, when Aisha, radiallahu ta'ala anha, was told to describe the character of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we all know how she described him. She described him as a walking Qur'an. She described him as a Qur'an 
walking on this earth. His character was the Quran. So we find in his example how he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was a school of patience and perseverance. How he was uh, a leader when it came to justice and human rights. How he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showed us what it truly means to stand and empower women and men. How he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showed us what it truly means to, to empower people with special needs and accommodate to them. How he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showed us through his character what it means to truly be a proper, proactive, single parent and, 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 uh, and, and father, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We find from the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what it really means to be a good friend. And we learn from the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how it is that we can stand against injustice and wrong through his example. We find what it means from the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how to worship, how to love Allah, how to talk to Allah, how to engage with the Qur'an, how to be with your friends. All of that we learn because Allah gifted you and I, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Think about that generosity of Allah. We were gifted Allah, we were gifted Islam, we were gifted the Qur'an, and we were gifted Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And so again, here we are talking about the gifts that Allah has given us in this season of generosity. Not only that, but as you listen to this right now, my dear brothers and sisters, think about the gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted you with your family, your mother, maybe your father, your siblings, your grandparents, your uncles and aunties, your cousins, Allah gifted you your family. And make no mistake, I trust me, our families are not, pro, are not perfect, right? Our families, just like every other home, they may have broken windows. Our closets, we have skeletons in all of our closets. We have challenges, we have issues, but our families are such a blessing. And so we have so much to be thankful for. You know, one of the greatest blessings is to be able to go downstairs and just say good morning to your mom, even though it's Ramadan and you woke up at 3 p.m., right? Just taking a shot at some of us, right? Uh, it's such a blessing to be able to be in the company of our siblings when so many families have been torn apart by war and famine and COVID-19. Families have been divided, subhanAllah. What about the gift of friends? You have one good friend, one righteous, chill vibes friend. You have one of the greatest blessings that Allah can give to anybody. If you have two, if you have three, if you have a squad, you have a crew that you can hang out with. People used to see at the ICD, Ramadan and Taraweeh and Jum'ah prayers. People that you used to see uh, in the my ICD programs that you used to hang out with and go and get uh, uh, what was that place that you guys go to Tim Hortons with, right? Uh, the Timbits are fired. The birthday cake one, oh my God, right? Uh, all of these different things. Again, Ramadan, don't judge. All of these things. What about the gift of Allah gifting you those friends? Allahu Akbar. Have we recognized the gift of those people? 
how generous Allah is that he gifted you your friend Maryam, your friend Fatima, your friend Omar, your friend Muhammad, and since it's Michigan, your friend Ali, right? All of these people that Allah gifted you, your family, your friends, were so blessed. What about the fact that Allah gifted you out of his generosity, Allah gifted you and I our community. Allah gifted you Dearborn and everything that it has. You know, Shatila, Yasmin Bakery, the best knafa in America. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted you your community centers. ICD, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted you the masjid to go and pray Aisha, to pray Fajr, to go there and stand, to wear your hijab comfortably, to show up in your thobe that you bought from Umrah two years ago, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gifted us with the ability to get into those uh, parking nightmares in our masajid because the masjid is full. Allah gifted us with those experiences. That sense of community, that it's lit at night in Ramadan. That Jum'ah prayer, it's a jama'ah, mashallah. It's a congregation. Allah gifted us that blessing. Our communities, the fundraisers, where we raise hundreds of thousands and we're annoyed because it's taking so long. But there's a Zatari camp child that's so thankful that those fundraising dinners are happening. Allahu Akbar. The gift from Allah, the generous gift from Allah of our communities and our community centers. So we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of those gifts. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the gift of our communities, the gift of our community centers, our leaders and our boards that we spent so many times complaining about how long it takes them to approve of things. All of these different blessings, our friends that sometimes leave us hanging, we're thankful for them. Our families that sometimes drive us, drive us up the wall, we're thankful for them. The safety that we have, the peace, the tranquility, when so many don't have it, we're thankful for them. For exactly half an hour right now, all I did, my dear brothers and sisters, was, was remind you and I about how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been to you and I. Isn't that beautiful? When was the last time that we did that? When was the last time we reflected on how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been to you and to me and to my family and yours. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was generous enough to gift you and I our lives, to gift us our world, to gift us our health, to gift us our wealth, to gift us Islam as a way of life, to give, gift us the Quran, right, as an instruction manual to life, to gift us with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as a role model for us to strive to be like him, to gift us with our families, that we can't live with them and we can't live without them, to gift us with our friends, right? To gift us with our community. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Thank you, O oh Allah, for these blessings. So then, here we are in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. And the question becomes, we've recognized how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been to you and I. We recognize how generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been and here we are in the season of generosity. How do we respond to the generosity of Allah? It only makes sense, my dear sisters and brothers, 
to respond to the generosity of Allah by being generous ourselves. So then we're going to go through that entire list again and talk about what it means to be generous with each and every single one of those things. And we'll go in the opposite direction. What does it mean to be generous to our community? It means that if all you have in your bank account right now is $100, donate 10 of those dollars to the ICD right now. Go to the ICD website, show up to the masjid, uh, wearing a mask and covering yourself appropriately while maintaining social distance and support the community center. When you invest in your center, you are not investing in brick and mortar. You're investing not just in its programs, you're investing in its people. If there's one thing that this time has taught us, it's that our communities are not just places. Our communities are not just programs. Our communities are people. And so when you invest in your community center, that is what it means. You're, it means you're investing in people. So go ahead and donate to the My ICD. Don't tell me you're 16 years old, you only have $50. If you only have $50, donate $5. If you only have $5, donate $1. Invest in your community center. This is how we are generous to Allah and with Allah the same way that Allah is generous with us. Not only is that the only way you can be generous to your community center, but you can be generous to your community center by giving uh, time and energy to supporting the programs and activities of the community center. Also be generous to your friends. Show them love. Text your friends, I miss you, man. It's been crazy. It's been a hot minute. You know, and I, and I love you and I appreciate you. Drop off some sambusa or some fatayr or some majanat, whatever you call it, uh, and, and drop it off at their door, right? Go buy some cookies from Treat You Better and deliver it to the brothers and sisters around you. You know, allow that to be a way that we support, uh, you know, our community and community businesses in a time when it's difficult, right? Uh, so this is how we show generosity to our community, and this is how we show generosity to our friends. It's not just gifting them physically, it's gifting them with our time, gifting them with our energy, gifting them, you know, being generous with our words, showing love. Many of us are ready to throw haterade out there, to throw hate, uh, to be discriminatory, uh, to, to, to just critique each other, uh, to, to throw around insults. Now is the time to be generous with love. You know, there's a reason why the Prophet وسلم, was, 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 uh, was inspiring and, and loving enough that everybody thought that they were his favorite person because of how much love he showed them. Be a person of love. Let your community and its leaders know that you love them. Let your Imam know how much you appreciate him for all of the live streams that he, he is doing. Let your Sunday school teachers know you appreciate what they taught you. Let your board members know that you appreciate their hard work. Let the MyICD youth leaders you know, know how much you value the work that they're doing to provide lectures, right? Show love, that's generosity. Verbalize love, send love, whether it's cookies or food or, or, or a gift or a small bottle of itir or a siwak or a thobe or a hijab, show love, right? And so showing love to our community, showing love to our friends and brothers and sisters, particularly in our immigrant community, I'm gonna say it like it is, 
we suck at showing love to our family. And this is the opposite of who the Prophet ﷺ was. The Prophet ﷺ, when he was asked the person most beloved to him in front of a group of just a lot of men, he didn't even say my wife. He said Aisha. He showed that love even in her absence. He expressed that love unequivocally without hesitation, yani without any uh, issue or challenge. He say, when he asked who's the most beloved person to you in a group of all of his friends, he, he didn't have any of that toxic masculinity. He said the most beloved of people to me is Aisha. Allahu Akbar. That is generosity of work in front of them and behind them, in public and in private, in the manner that's appropriate, right? And then when he was asked who is the most beloved from the men, he didn't just say Abu Bakr, he said her father, connecting his love through Aisha to her father. Allahu Akbar. This is what it means to show love. How did the Prophet react when Fatima entered his house? How did the Prophet act when he saw Al-Hasan al Hussein? There's narrations of him running to them and them running to him. And him kissing them and hugging them and embracing them. SubhanAllah. What it means to show love. To express love. I bet you if you're anything like me, you miss hugging your loved ones. In a time when we're afraid of what that might entail, right, in terms of spreading sickness. think about all those times we could have hugged our parents and we didn't so let us be a people who are generous in love generous with showing love with their words generous in showing love in their actions generous in gifting right stop just ordering a bunch of packages on amazon for yourself buy something for someone else show love uh, and be generous and be generous uh, in how we follow Rasulullah And what that means is loving the things that he loved, acting like him, uh, striving to be like him. Be generous <clears throat> in learning his life Be generous in learning what it means to act like he did and speak like he spoke. And, and strive to be like him وسلم, in our worship and in our actions, to pray like him, to make wudu like him, وسلم, right? To express like him, to lead like him, وسلم, and to learn who he was. You know, pick up a seerah book, whether it's Muhammad, man and prophet, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, studying uh, the, the sealed nectar, whether it's uh, finding a book on the seat of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu committing to a lecture series, whether it's by uh, Michigan's very own uh, Sheikh Suleyman Hani, may Allah bless him and preserve him, or Sheikh Yasser Qadi's video series on the seerah, or Sheikh Abdul Nasir Jengda's video series on the seerah, uh, listening to these, committing to them, learning about the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu that's a generosity. You know, he loved you before you loved yourself. He loved us before we even knew ourselves. He cared about us before we even cared about ourselves. And so we owe it to ourselves more than we owe it to him to study his life, That's how we become generous to the Prophet Muhammad It's to know him and then to act like him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To embody his character, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
right? To try to do the actions that he did. And to be generous with the Qur'an is to read the Qur'an, reflect on the Qur'an, and to be able to enact the commandments of the Qur'an. You know, this is a real generosity. Generosity of, oh Allah, you gifted me with the Qur'an, so I'm going to read it. A generosity of, oh Allah, not only am I going to read it, I'm going to reflect on it, recognizing that every single verse of the Qur'an is a message from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to you and I. Allahu Akbar. What a beautiful, beautiful blessing that is. That Allah is speaking to you and I through the Qur'an. And so we read those verses. We reflect on those verses. And we begin to say, how can I live this verse? Right? If the Prophet was a living and walking and talking and breathing Qur'an, how can I in the act, the verses of the Qur'an that I'm reading. Right? This is what it means to be generous with the Qur'an and to be generous with Islam, every part of Islam, to study Islam, to know what it means to make a proper wudu, to know what it means to pray with khushu'ah, to know what are the conditions, the shurut, the pillars, the arkan of salah, to know what it means to make halal business transactions and what's not halal to be doing in business. To know what it means to be business savvy and smart without cheating people according to Islam. To know what it means to be pro the environment in a manner that is prophetic in nature. To know what it means to be good to my family in a manner that stands with the principles of Islam. This is what it means to be generous with our faith. It means to know it to practice it, and to establish it in our lives. It's not just knowing deen, it's iqama, it's establishment of deen. And to be generous with our wealth, to gift from the wealth that Allah has given us. SubhanAllah, we talked about the blessings that Allah has given us, every morsel of food, every blanket that we have, every pillow that we have, every chair that we have, every table that we have, you know, every vehicle that we have. Allah, to be generous with them. So to give people rides when they need them. To give from the food that Allah has given us. To donate from the wealth that Allah has given us. Right? That this is a testimony of Allah was generous enough to give me. So I'll be generous enough to give others. And this is what it means to be generous with the wealth that Allah has given us. You know, there's something to be said about Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu donating half of his wealth. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu giving so much of his wealth. Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu freeing a slave every Friday. Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu being a role model of generosity with his friends and family and with the poor and the needy. This is our school. This is who we are. We are a nation of generosity because we recognize how much Allah has given us with wealth. And so also to be recognized what it means to be generous with our health, to use our eyes appropriately, to use it to read Quran, to use it to reflect on the sun and the moon and the blessings of Allah, to use our hands to pack food for the needy, to go to a soup kitchen, to go to a food pantry, to use our health and our energy until we get sore 
packing food while maintaining social distance and wearing masks, packing food for the needy in Michigan and Detroit and in Dearborn and making sure that it gets to the people on the streets of Michigan uh, and on the streets of Flint and to go across Michigan and to distribute those meals to make sure that they're getting the water to make sure that all of the blessings are there. That is what it means to be generous with our health. It's to use it to better the states of others. And that, my dear brothers and sisters, is how we become generous with the world. My dear brothers and sisters, if Allah placed you on this world, it's, if, it's always and forever with a purpose. If you are here today, it's with a purpose. You get to dictate what that purpose is. You and I get to dictate what we want to make of the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed us here in the United States of America in 2020, in quarantine, during Ramadan, in the last 10 days. If you are in this world, make it a life of purpose. Recognize that purpose. Allah placed us within this world. Let's make it a purposeful life. Allah gifted you with this life and with this world and he gave it all to us. To see which of us will be best in action. Who of us right now on this call will be best in action? Who of us will be from those who rise to the challenge to make something with the gift of life, with the gift of this world, with the gift of health, with the gift of wealth, with the gift of Islam, with the gift of the Quran, with the gift of Rasulullah, with the gift of the family and friends of the community that we have. My dear brothers and sisters, let us not just recognize those blessings. Let us live those blessings. It's one thing to live. It's another thing to be alive. Choose to be alive. Choose to actually proactively do something to be generous the way that Allah has been generous with you and I. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us a people of generosity in this season of generosity. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who are generous with their time, generous with their health, generous with their wealth, generous with their family, friends, and community. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he accept all of the good actions that we do. And we beg of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he continues subhanahu wa ta'ala to be generous to you and I. And that we become a people who are appreciative. You see, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَفَلَا أَكُونَ عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Shouldn't I then be a thankful servant? Gratitude and thankfulness in our faith is not just to recognize the blessings. It's to do something with them. To do something with them that benefits us and benefits others. That is true gratitude. In our tradition, gratitude begins in the heart. It's a recognition of the heart and mind. And then it's verbalized on the tongue. And then it's expressed through actions. That is true gratitude. So that is what it means to be generous. It means to be grateful for those blessings that we recognize and to do something with them. To be able to feel this gratitude and thankfulness in the heart for the blessing of Islam, for the blessing of the Quran, the blessing of the verbalizing that gratitude, right? And then doing something about it. 
That is the science of generosity. It begins with recognizing those blessings, seeing them not just with our eyes, but seeing them with our hearts, listening to the blessings not just with our ears, but listening to them with our hearts, translating that into verbalizing. Verbalize and recognize the blessings of Allah in my life and yours, and then doing something about it. Action. We are a people of action. We're a generation of action. We're an ummah of action. And the world, wallahi, is waiting to see what you and I do and how generous the nation of generosity, the community of generosity will be in the season of generosity in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. Jazakumullah khairan. We will uh, break now for questions and answers. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from you uh, you're listening to these words and I ask it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it to be a, um, a means of, of, of upliftment and inspiration and action for you and I inshallah. I'll, I'll wait for the, uh, for the leadership to, to come and guide us uh, through the Q&A inshallah ta'ala. Um, Jazakallah khairan Sheikh. We have the first question. How can you make sure to have the right intention when you're giving charity or volunteering your time? That's a, that's a very good question. Uh, the uh, question surrounding uh, the idea of generosity uh, and sincerity. Oftentimes, generosity serves as a challenge to sincerity. And the reality is there's a few ways to combat that. The number one is to recognize that the praise of the people will always expire. So the one who seeks the praise of the people, he loses this world and he loses the hereafter. Why? Because people will compliment you for the one time that you donate, but they will you know, uh, take shots at you for every time that you don't donate. And people are forgetful and Allah doesn't forget. So to do something for people, people will forget. And people, subhanAllah, are oftentimes susceptible to forgetting particularly the good that we do. And they'll remember the time that we fall off or we fall short, subhanAllah. So recognize how unwise and ineffective it is to do things for people because people forget the good and they remember the bad, subhanAllah. So make sure that you remind yourself and I remind myself first and foremost, and I'm most in need of this, about the, the uh, ineffectiveness of seeking the praise of the people and how untangible and, and, uh, and, and immeasurable, uh, the, uh, in, inconsistent rather, the praise of the people is it expires. It expires because people forget and it forgets because people are ungrateful. So let us not seek that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't forget, right? So let, if you continuously remind yourself of why we do what we do. I'm not gonna do this for my mom. You know, she's gonna forget and she'll remember when I forgot to do my bed and when I forgot to take out the trash and when I burned the last time I tried to cook something and I burned it and when I wasn't thankful and all of these different things. So I'm not going to do it for her. I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to do it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So to recognize. Num that's number one. Number two is also, of course, and of course this is important, to do things that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. It's important to do things in a way that encourages others. Right? To build this culture of community uh, empowerment where I donate to inspire my brother to donate, to inspire my cousin to donate, to inspire my sister to donate, to inspire my friend to donate. That's beautiful. And it's, it's important for us to do that. But at the same time, 
uh, to make sure that we do things that no one knows about except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if that means directly knowing a poor person that needs and leaving it at their door, or maybe even just leaving it in their mailbox, uh, if you know factually that they're in need, or making a donation automatically online that no one knows about on a private credit card that you have, this is something. I want to also encourage us to make generous donations consistently, consistently, not just um, uh, one-time donations of $1,000. I would rather, if you're going to make $1,000 donation a month uh, or, 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 or a year, I would say rather you give $100 uh, every, single, um, every single month and, and 200 or 300 in the month of Ramadan rather than giving it because the idea of giving in charity, it's, it's a reminder of who the possessor of wealth is. It's Allah. Give them, i.e. the poor and the needy, from the wealth of Allah that he gave you. So you remind yourself, this wealth was never mine in the first place. I am the custodian of this wealth. And Allah gave me this wealth to use. Part of me using it is giving it to those who have rights over it, right? So also to make sure that we do it consistently, it conditions us to do it for the right reason, inshallah ta'ala. Beautiful, beautiful question, inshallah. Jazakallah khairan, Sheikh. The next question is, what are some steps we can take to realize and acknowledge what we have? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a wonderful question, mashallah. One of the things to do is exactly what we did uh, today in the first half of the session. One of the things that we did is we counted our blessings. Unfortunately, a lot of times, uh, one of the things that leads people to falling into um, uh, a state of sadness and, and maybe even uh, uh, anxiety and, 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 and depression, and of course, it's very, very critical that we seek uh, professional mental health and support uh, and, and join the appropriate methods that can help facilitate that. But one of the things that helps to combat those challenges that we may face, and we ask Allah to help all of us to overcome that, is to actually count our blessings. To count our blessings, right? To, to actually list them. Like, okay, to sit down today and say, what am I thankful for today? What do I have today? You know, even if I don't have a job, I can still hear. So alhamdulillah for the ability to hear. If I don't have my mother with me, may Allah bless and preserve those of us who have our mothers and have mercy on those who've lost their mothers, I still have my father. And if I don't have both of them, I still have my siblings. And if I don't have both of them, I still have my spouse. And if I don't have my spouse, I have my children. If I don't have my children, I have my cousins. And if I don't have my cousins, I have my uncles and aunties. And if I don't have them, I have my friends. And if I don't have them, I have my community. If I don't have them, I have myself. So to recognize who I have and what I have. Because for everything that Allah has taken, there is so much that Allah has given. And even in the taking of Allah, there is a giving, right? So to recognize and count those blessings. Alhamdulillah for my mother. Alhamdulillah for my father. Alhamdulillah for my children. Alhamdulillah for my siblings. Alhamdulillah for my cousins. Alhamdulillah they live close by. Alhamdulillah, you know, uh, and, and, and so counting those, Alhamdulillah for yesterday's meal. Alhamdulillah for today's food. Alhamdulillah, uh, for, for safety yesterday. Alhamdulillah that I can walk. Alhamdulillah that I can use the washroom when I want to and when I need to, right? So to count the blessings, right? To make that a habit. That is a positive uh, um, uh, psychology that would truly uh, lift us up, inshallah ta'ala. Jazakallah khairan. And then the next question we have is, when I try to be generous to my friends or strangers, my family says, khairukum li ahlikum. 
how how do I show them that it's okay? I think there's a balance, right? There there there, there is uh there is um, a possibility that uh, that we're being more generous to our friends, particularly in our youthful years. Uh, sometimes there's like this point when um, we might have a little bit more appreciation and we might express and verbalize kindness and love to our friends uh, more than to our family. Think about how much more you might talk to uh, your, your friends than you do with your siblings. Uh, and, and, and so that's a problem. That is a problem. So I, I'm just, I'm not disqualifying the fact that, you're, that, that our families need to chill out and, and, and we can be generous to both. Uh, but I am saying that there, there might be some truth to that. You know, if you're gifting your friends and, and you're always doing that and you're not gifting your family, then there is a problem there. Uh, gener generosity needs to be uh, to our families. Uh, and so gift your family, gift your parents, uh, show them love. It doesn't have to be something super expensive. Wallahi, it can be from the dollar store. Don't get me wrong. You get a nice little vase from the dollar store. You get those nice little marble things. You put it inside for a nice little calendar. Uh, get a paper, roll it up. I'm going to sound like I'm creative even though I'm not. Write a nice message for your mom. Uh, it'll make her day, right? Get your father a new toothbrush uh, and make sure it doesn't sound like you're telling him he needs to brush his teeth. That'll make his day, you know? Get your brother his favorite chocolate bar or a Slurpee the next time you go to 7-Eleven. Uh, it, it'll, it, it'll be like, like major brownie points, mashallah. But if you're doing that for other people and not for your family, uh, there's a challenge there, right? And, and there's a problem. There's, there's a contradiction there. So, so yes, uh, uh, I, I would tell them, you know, uh, generosity is for everyone, uh, but I would also make sure that, they're, that, that I am not um, contradicting that and, and showing generosity to one group of people without showing it to the other. And then the next question we have, what kind of love can I express if I'm awkward and can't bring myself to expressing it? So, uh, subhanAllah, that, you know, I, I've been asked that question a lot. First of all, let, let's recognize uh, that, that even if we all express love differently, and there's all these like love languages, some people verbalize love, uh, some people are very verbal uh, and expressive in words, some people it's, uh, you know, oral, some people it's in writing, some people it's in messages, uh, some people it's in action, you know, some people it's giving time. So recognize that we all have different love languages and, and recognize the love languages that you like to receive and the love languages that you love to communicate in, right? And even don't you hesitate to verbalize that to people, right? Uh, that, that this is how I like to be, particularly those who might like uh, with, with your family, with your friends, with your community, you, you may very well want to um, express uh, to them the type of love language that you like, and you might have multiple channels, right? Some people are like, I don't care about words. I want to see it in action. Other people are like, I need time. If you don't give me your time, that means that you don't love me. And so uh, recognizing the love languages that you are comfortable expressing and the ones that you appreciate receiving most, and also uh, learning to explore other love languages uh, because it enriches you and it enriches your life. So exploring uh, the other ones as well and, and taking it gradual, making it organic. Don't go from like, you know, I've never said I love you uh, to my mother uh, to, to breaking out into song to her and like uh, singing to her, you know, uh, an I love you mama type of song. And, and, and she's like, this, something happened to this guy. You don't have to be, uh, you know, um, very unnatural about it. Be organic, be expressive. And, and sometimes, I, I mean, subhanAllah, I think, 
the first times that I did so with my, uh, with, with some of my family members, I said it uh, about them to another person in front of them. Like I was with another one of my siblings and I was like, yeah, he knows I love him or something like that. Or, or, or she, she knows that she's my favorite sister or whatever. I only have one sister. So that's an interesting choice of words, but like beginning to kind of break the ice of how we uh, express um, love and, 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 and changing the culture of our homes where verbalizing and expressing love and showing love is something that happens in Shabbat. Jazakallah khairan. Um, another question, can I be generous without giving money? Absolutely. And that's something that we really try to, uh, to allude to during the talk, um, may Allah bless you and reward you, is you can be generous with your time. Give, give your time. Uh, be generous to the community by giving your time uh, to food pantries and 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 uh, and supporting different projects at the masjid and and delivering uh, different things for the masjid and and raising and and asking others to support the masjid. There are so many different ways to be be generous with your time to your family by spending time with your mom, going for a walk with your mom, uh, helping your dad, um, uh, spending time you know supporting your siblings who are doing uh, e-learning generous with your time, generous with your words, uh, be, be, be generous with your love, be generous with your service, uh, be generous with your dua. One of the best ways to express generosity is being generous in your dua, make, gener uh, you know, make lots of dua for people and quality dua for people. This is a huge uh, act of generosity that can be shown inshallah. Beautiful, beautiful question, mashallah.